0: Today we are going to look at a photograph by Alan Lang, who sent this photograph and then another one that we are going to look at just afterwards for review. The reason why I selected this photograph is essentially to talk about light quality. And uh, here what we have is a photograph taken in daytime, not midday, but probably, you know, either mid-morning or mid-afternoon, looking at the length of the shadows here. let me arrange my palette so we can see what I'm talking about. I'm just going to take the pen brush and point to the shadows. And you can see here, you know, shadow areas. Uh, maybe picking a better color would work better. Red. So here we have color. You can see the length of the shadows. These are very long shadows. So that makes me think that the photograph was taken either mid-morning or mid-afternoon. And on a sunny day. So basically, you know, the exact kind of day that we would like to go out and, uh, you know, enjoy a stroll in the park or maybe in the forest, wherever that was taken. But the problem is that what works for relaxation and fun and family activities and a nice little walk doesn't always work for photography because the kind of light that we need to take successful photographs is not exactly the kind of light or ambient or, you know, waver situation that makes for a pleasant afternoon or a pleasant morning. And so here, even though I'm sure it was a very nice day for being out, it definitely brings a lot of problems for photography. And that problem, namely, is all of the shadows and the mix of sunlit areas and shadow areas all together in one scene. And what it does is it creates a complex maze of patterns and it could be interesting and sometimes it is but more often than not it becomes extremely difficult to see uh, what is in the shade and what is in the light and where one tree ends and when the one other tree starts and here what we have for example is this branch which is belonging to this tree here on the left side. And if we erase what I just painted, we can see that this branch merged with the other tree. So it becomes very difficult here to see what is happening, and it's totally impossible. And of course, we can visually tell, okay, you know, I'm not totally stupid. I know that's this branch. You know, suddenly. And but it becomes a puzzle. Here, the same. I suppose this branch becomes to that tree or belongs to this tree here. But again, it's somewhat of a mystery. This branch here Is very difficult to say where it belongs to. Uh, This one here, I'd say it's literally impossible. I don't have any idea where it comes from. Uh, This tree here merges with that branch here, merges with this branch here. Okay, all sort of visual confusion, basically. And then, of course, the shadows on the ground add to that. So, we're looking at trees that have light and shade, and then we're looking at ground that has light and shade. And so, if I was to draw a composition for this image, Okay, and we keep in mind that good compositions are usually fairly simple. I'd say, okay, we got this tree here, then we have this tree here, okay, like that. Then we have this tree here, then we have a piece of a tree here. And truly, to make the composition a little bit more, you know, let's say cleaner, we could crop this tree altogether. together and I would do probably something like that. So let's crop it, okay. So we now have, oh, sorry, we now have this, okay. So it's already cleaner. So if we start with what we had, and we look at what we have now, we've actually cleaned up the composition quite a bit, okay? We no longer have this uh, thing here. It's gone, right? So that's better. And that's a start, you know? And anything we can do to simplify the composition is good. But let's go back to my pen brush and draw some more. We are, So we have this branch here, which you know, I mentioned before. Then we have this branch here, then we have a tree here, then we have another tree here. And notice that I'm drawing these trees with single stick lines, you know, to k- simplify the problem, right? Uh, and then we have this tree here, and then we have this tree here. And then of course we have the lines on the floor, right? And what we are starting to see is that none of these shapes really work very well with each other. That is, they go in every direction possible. I mean, sure, the lines on the floor all go from right to left. And we have a tree here, and we have some branches here, and we have some more trees back here, you know. But really, you know, besides that, it's, it's a sort of maze. I mean, you know, it's really a sort of maze. And what we can do is use the magic wand to select. I'm going to blow up this photo. Select a little bit of the red. And I'm going to put a very low tolerance. And I'm just going to select a little bit of the red. And I should have done that before. And then I'm going to go to Select and say Similar. And it's going to select all of the red stuff. Okay, And uh, I'm going to copy it. Come and see and then I'm going to create, and I'm going to paste it, right? So now we have a new layer, and this new layer has only, and this is the idea, has only the red lines, okay? Very interesting. And then we're going to create another new layer, okay? Like that. New layer. And we're going to give it a color, um, no color, and then we're going to fill it with white, okay? In this new layer, okay? And we're going to put the trees on top. So now what we have, and that was the whole purpose of the exercise, is, you know, if you look at my layer palette here, we have a layer with the red lines, a white layer, and then the background layer. Okay. And so, I'm going to go back and forth in the history palette between this and this. This is the photograph. Actually, I probably, this is the photograph. And this is the, black, the color pattern of that photograph. And as we can see, it's a very, very jumbled pattern. There's really, you know, suddenly we can say, well, we have this big tree here and another tree here and another tree here. And it doesn't look all that bad. But first, keep in mind, we crop the photograph partly by eliminating this area here on the left side. And second, this is just a line drawing, just a few lines. And, and when you go back to the photograph, you can see how complex you know, these lines really are. Very, very, very complicated. Not exactly an efficient composition because the eye is going to get lost and I can keep adding some of these lines because I was going fast. They go in every direction possible. Okay. So we can see what the problem is. The problem is that even though we can say, well, you know, there is also this triangle here in the middle and we have these trees and whatnot and we have a little bit a hill back here. The composition is just all over the place. It was pleasant to be there, but I don't think it works as a photograph. Okay, so what works? Well, what works? Let's go back to the original. Is a photograph taken in open shade when we don't have all of these very dark and very disturbing shadows. So let's pull out this photograph now. Okay, we're going to go to a different screen, and we're going to bring up this photograph here, which um, is also by Alan Lemp, and this time. We're going to put this photograph just behind, so we can go back to it. This time, this photograph is taken on a cloudy day or an overcast day, and has very, very, very simple color, uh, sorry, light and shade patterns because there is basically no shadows. The shadows are just in the areas where the rest of the image, um, you know, is dark. Because there's not much light, but otherwise, if we put the two photographs together, and that's what I'm trying to do here, I'm gonna have to reduce them quite a bit, and we're gonna put them here, and i'm gonna put a b- white background behind, and I'm sorry I'm doing all of this, but um you know we try to do this as best as I can. oh Oof, sorry, the photoshop c s four has uh Uh, A different way of approaching uh, how photographs are displayed. It puts them all into one big window. So, okay, so anyway, this is what I was trying to do. And what we have here, and I'm trying to hide as little of these photographs as possible without having them merge into each other. What we have here is a photograph with very, very, very soft light. No harsh shadows and then a photograph with very very harsh shadows and lots of complicated patterns of light and shade and both by the same photographer and that's why I selected these two photographs for review and I was glad that Alan sent these two photographs together because they are literally night and day one is taken, Wolf Mountain Trail in conditions of very what I call hectic light where you have a lot of light shining onto the scene, casting extremely deep shadows and complicating the composition, merging the shapes with the shadows and causing all sort of visual headaches and then another photograph here taken in extremely simple light situation with a very soft light very even light just a little bit of sky here and otherwise a very, very delicate type of light. And of course, you could say, well, is that a good photograph? Meaning this one here taken in the very soft light. Well, it is, but it also has a potential of becoming better. For example, I don't really like this here, this sky area, because to me, it distracts from the very soft light. All of a sudden, we have this very bright area. And you could say, well, you have a bright area here. Well, that's true. But I find it more acceptable as a reflection than uh, in the sky. And so what I'd like to do is actually crop out this sky area, okay, like this, just like that. And maybe crop out a little bit of the left side. We don't need that much. Um, and look at what we have if we now have just this. And of course, we have obviously a photograph that has uh, very, very complicated, you know, light and dark situation, and it doesn't have a true white point, doesn't have a true gray point. So we're going to try to fix that. We're going to try to fix the white point like this, uh, and then we're going to try to fix the gray point by doing this. Okay, and you know, again, cleaning up the color. Okay, um, and actually, we should just do the gray point now. Okay, cleaning up the colour and seeing what we have, and it's not, it's not bad. It's not, the colour balance isn't bad. And then we can do another curve and open up the light a little bit, give it a little bit more light. It was a dark photograph and maybe increase the contrast a little bit. And the great thing with uh, doing that, and this is what I'm doing here, so you can see with a photograph taken in very soft light, is there is room to increase contrast because it doesn't have any. Okay. It doesn't have any contrast. And then we could spend more time doing maybe a shadow highlight and, and softening the uh, shadows uh, even more, right? You know, and maybe darkening the highlights a little bit, you know. A shadow highlight is a form of HDR, basically. It's really. Uh, I'm gonna move it to the side so I can see what I'm doing. Uh, you know, opening up the image a little bit, okay, like that. And I'm going very, very quickly. Of course, if I was doing this seriously, I would take hours. But here, you know, the idea is really to minimize the time that we spend so that we can just focus on, you know, learning how to do this rather than, um, you know, analyzing every step of the way. If you want the long version, my DVDs have an extensive uh, tutorial on all of these uh, Photoshop manipulations. And And here we are. Uh, with a corrected version of this image done very, very rapidly. Uh, But if we go back to the history channel, okay? Here, and we go back to the original, we can see how much change we've done, okay? Um, And then just uh, like that, if we do from the crop to now, we have actually improved the color quite a bit. And then if we go back, and we reduce the size of this image, and we look at it again in comparison to the other image, which is in direct sunlight, we can see how pleasant this image is to the eye, very soft, very pleasant, very peaceful, and how rough this one is, the eye because of the differences in light and in photography soft light works very very well and of course it's not the only type of light sunrise and sunset like also work very very well but they work well because sunrise and sunset are soft light also and midday light is very very problematic and uh, that's you know there are ways of making it work we can photograph at midday, mid morning, mid afternoon but but not in that type of uh, composition because it makes it very very complicated and gives us what I call a visual headache. While here what we have is more of a peaceful scene that's very very um, serene and very pleasant to look at.